1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash
1: 01005. Honestly, I'm, I'm lost for words. Uh, now standing here, I just feel like this was meant to be. I mean, it's it's a very, very special moment. Where does this innings rank in your T20 career? Well, um, till today, I've always said Mohali was my best innings against Australia. I got 82 of 52. Today, I got 82 of 53. So, they're absolute
0: They are exactly the
1: same innings. But I think today, I will count this one higher because of the magnitude of the game. And what the situation was, it seemed impossible. But then, Hardik kept pushing me in that partnership. And... We just went deep and it just happened. Virat Kohli post-game last night. I heard it all on SEN Cricket. If you didn't watch it uh, and you know, you're like me and listen to it as you were tucked up in bed, it was an incredible day. And Virat Kohli led the way 82, described as his best innings. Uh, Sachin Tendulkar has gone on socials and said his best innings and everyone in India is still cock-a-hoop with that performance. And one man who sat and watched alongside, of course, Jared Whaley and Bharat Sanderson for SEN Cricket was Darren Berry. And last night I heard you say this, Chuck. You've been to the MCG a lot. You've grown up playing cricket at the MCG. CG, but it was one of the greatest moments of your life there last night. It was great to listen to. Well done to all of you.
0: Uh, good morning, Goss and Scotty. Thanks for having me on and, and all your listeners over there just waking up in Perth. It really was. It was one of those moments, boys, that you you had to be there to get the magnitude of the event. First and foremost, the crowd, 90,000 screaming Indian and Pakistan fans, the, the most passionate, mm. the most passionate sporting people in the world. It was electric, Scotty. I mean, you've been out there with big crowds. There's nothing, you could compare nothing. I've been there on Boxing Day when the roar has been enormous. Uh, this, this ground has hosted Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games. I promise you, and I'm not adding mayonnaise, you've not seen anything like last night. It was a privilege to be there to witness the most amazing sporting event in my lifetime.
2: Wow. That's, that's, incre- really that's incredible, Chuck. considering, as you said, some of the things that you've seen at the G and around the world, that uh, I mean, and the atmosphere was was piling through the speakers too. It was it just looked absolutely incredible. But what a knock by uh, Virat! Uh, they he started off and you, you know, you know, cricket a lot better than I do, mate. He started off as look, looking like the supporter of his of his teammates uh, at the other end, and then said, right, as they fall around him. Uh, this is made for me, and off he went. The old saying, I suppose, Scotty, form is temporary,
0: class is permanent. He timed that innings, and I mean, throughout the call, Jared and I thought that he was always an over or two off the pace, but he knew. He knew that Muhammad Nawaz, the left arm spinner, had to come back and bowl another over because Pakistan only had five frontline bowlers. They never really had the luxury of six. So he was prepared to wait, and wait and wait he did. And then it got to, I mean, if you've got to just understand this. They needed 48 runs mm-hmm. off 18 balls. Yep. 48 off 18, they got it off the last ball. They needed 16 to win off the last over. In fact, I think the telling moment, Goss, and I know you love your cricket as well, was probably the last two balls of the penultimate over that Harris-Ralph bowled. Virat Kohli, they need 28, picture this, off eight balls. 28 off eight. Most people would hang up the boots, go to bed. This can't be done. Virat Kohli played the two most amazing shots under pressure you've ever seen. A straight drive for six off Harris Ralph. It wasn't a half volley, boys. It was waist high. He stood up and he smacked it over mid-on and I was dumbfounded. The next ball, the last ball of the 19th over, a fast ball again aimed at his belly button Somehow he lifted it over fine League for six. Yep. The game turned on its head. I, I hope my passion's coming through. I, I'm still, you know, 10 hours later in awe of what I witnessed. It
1: was incredible to listen to. I'm going to say to you, I was one of those who turned off the TV and I went to bed and I was stuck on SEN Cricket and I'm not just espousing SEN Cricket, but to listen to Jared's ball-by-ball call and your reaction to what was unfolding was gripping listening so first of all I want to keep saying that uh it was fantastic Jared also said it's the best thing he's ever seen at the MCG and you at the time went wow I could hear you go wow you know like Jared it's a massive you're, call I it is see. a massive call for Jared who has been around the, the industry for a long time it was incredible what I did notice listening to you last night Chuck is you reckon Barbara's arm completely lost the plot to the fact is that he was overtaken and overridden as captain in the dying stages from Pakistan.
0: I've, I've, and again, it, it's a hard one for me to talk about because I have worked with Barbara Azam in Pakistan, in the Pakistan Super League, Goss. As you know, with, with my late mate Dean Jones, T and I had three years together over there and Barbara Azam was actually in our sights. So it's hard to comment on someone that you admire and you love dearly. I have to, in my role, comment as I witness, and I have no doubt, sadly, Bubba melted down in the last over under the most intense pressure you could imagine, to the point, and if you weren't watching, Scotty, uh, and gosh, you were listening, I, the vice-captain, Shadab Khan, came from deep mid-wicket into the inner ring, and he sent Bubba Azam, the captain, to solitary, conf- he sent him to deep mid wicket and said, "I'll take over from here." Right. I've never seen, any- I've never seen anything like that. That's that was the intensity
2: of the game. Hmm. Imagine doing that to Dino. Oh, that would have gone down well, Chuck. I tell you right now, yeah, but... no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you, you know, we must be struggling because we've spent the whole time talking about India versus Pakistan, but Australia. I tell you what, Chuck, we've got off to an absolute oh. stinker. Where do we go from here? Yes.
0: Can we be no, back? No, and you're right. Well, look, the, the, no doubt the boys will be stung. And, and for Perth listeners, the, the beauty, you'll get to see the response tomorrow night over there at the magnificent stadium against Sri Lanka. But the loss, you're right, Scotty. it wasn't just a loss. The, the net run rate, it's almost like two losses. And, you know, we could probably spend an hour dissecting what went wrong, but a lot went wrong. Full credit to New Zealand. They were superb in every aspect. They came out. I likened it last night to a boxing match and normally you come out and you throw a couple of little left jabs, Scotty, just get feel for yeah. your opponent, little jabs. have a look. Well, New Zealand came out and threw three right hooks. Mm. You know, there was no jabs and they put Australia on their bum and they couldn't get off the canvas. So it was, well, firstly, well done New Zealand, Australia yeah. with some serious headaches and to get bowled out in a 20-over game in the fashion which they did, I, I thought was pretty ordinary and it's left us we're coming from a long way back now as the current champion.
1: Yeah, England, Afghanistan here on Saturday night. Let me tell you, the outfield and the wicket itself, it was quick. It was... Ultra quick, it's going to be a very fiery game, and it's uh, going to be a, a, a tough game for both teams. And of course, both teams—we know that Sri Lanka got off with a win, and they're actually in the top two of that uh, group at the moment. Australia have got a bit of work to do. Um, Chuck, I don't know if you've noticed this, and I don't want—and I just want to read between the lines a little bit. There seems as though, under the new regime of Andrew McDonald and Pat Cummins, that there seems like the Australian cricket team want to. Go it alone. Almost like they want to move very much quickly on from the Justin Langer and the past play era of the legends that Langer used to call in and help with that regime. Successful At times, successful cricketers. Mm. It was almost like, no, no, we need to start and do this all on our own. And it looks like they are on an island on their own at the moment. There looks as though there's a real a gulf between the current Australian white ball team and the hierarchy – and the legends of the game. Are you sensing the same what I'm sensing, or do you think I'm maybe overlooking it being a Justin Langer fan? Uh,
0: no, I think it's a fair observation, and uh, I'm a Justin Langer fan as well. Obviously, I was a teammate of Andrew McDonald and coached Andrew McDonald, so I'm not going to cast aspersions either way. Mm. Uh, uh, I've said publicly, and I'll maintain again, that I felt Justin Langer was treated harshly, and, uh, and I'll, I'll maintain that for the rest of my life. I just didn't like the manner in which that exit took place, I thought that was probably as poor as Brett Rattons, to be perfectly honest. And mm. I know you're a Saints man, Goss. Mm. And today we'll have a new coach. Well, surprise, surprise! Apparently, Ross Lyon's mm. coaches. Uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, my, my, yeah. my, my support, my, my, my support for the
0: club—it's
2: is, is, it's, it's hanging by a thread. Depending on today's chance. announcement, <laughs> let me tell you right It's here, hanging right by here. a thread. There may not be a renewal of the membership. <laughs> did, it, did you like how I deflect? Yeah. down the fine leg. Yeah, and you and did. That's experience. You can't buy that experience. No, yeah, I, don't know where to, I don't know where to go with that. It was a nice <laughs> little
0: deflection of fine leek. The, Just... the, Aussies, the Aussies are under the, they're under the microscope now. The champions hosting, you're right. They've said, we'll do it this way. I didn't like our build-up. Uh, I didn't like the fact that we chopped and changed. We came over to Perth and left all of our bowling attack on the eastern seaboard. Uh, I'm happy to rest one or two and manage players, but the whole lot. And then why on earth – and I love him, the boy from the west, Green – but why did they keep opening him in the lead up when it was never going to happen because he wasn't even in the 15?
1: To protect your well, mate, for...
0: to protect your mate, Finch. Now be careful. <laughs> He's a higher, <laughs> Finch is a great man who yes. couldn't find a run in a cheap pair of stockings at the moment, but uh, <laughs> he'll come good, the skipper. But why was he batting at three and four? That, that dumbfounded me throughout. I mean, I called the games on SCN against the West Indies in England and, and I'm a believer, Scotty, I don't know about you, that you need to get your structure. And you don't, I mean, you know, you don't play Scotty Cummings on a wing. I mean, that would never happen because you need pace. But you don't, you don't hey. play people out of
2: position. Hey,
0: Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Scotty, get down the full forward and we'll kick it to you and you kick it through the big sticks. You know what, Scotty, we'll just try it half forward for the next three. I thought we mucked around too much. It was my observation. And, and then it came back
2: and we got punched right between the eyes against New Zealand.
1: Hey, before we get it into I would have been go, good on the
2: wing, just yeah. saying. I think I was underutilised on the wing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only time you <laughs> saw the wings when you were coming off the ground. Yeah. Through the wing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's harsh.
1: Hey, is. Chuck, before you go, um, Saturday night, England played um, Afghanistan. What did you make of this piece of commentary, mate? Oh, you, uh, no. Have a listen to this. Little Perler In. Nabi. Down the leg side. Oh, what a catch! What a catch! That's the best of the night! Down the leg side, the left hand... Love of the skipper has pulled off an absolute pearler, and Navi is on his way. What do you reckon about that, eh?
2: Hey? Yeah, is that been, Jared Waitley-esque? Would have been good to hear the <laughs> bloke's name. Anyway, I, I tell you what,
0: Scotty, that is going straight in the Hutchies uh, <laughs> self-indulgence <laughs> oh, 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 Saturday no. morning, Goss has just got uh, six votes, I think. Yeah, um Do right, I'm due to catch up. On...
2: Absolutely, give Malcolm Blight a run for his money if Hutchie listened to more. Don't know, no, Miles, Miles <laughs> Fisner's got everyone covered in
1: spades. Don't worry about that. Hey, good on you, Chuck. It was great to watch uh, and great to listen to last yeah, night. It was, stuff, it's Chuck. a game for the ages, described as the best white ball game in history, and you were there and. We look forward to more of your commentary on SEN Cricket. Thanks for joining us this morning.
0: Thanks for having me, boys. It was a privilege, the greatest game of all time. Hey, gosh, don't tear up your membership yet. You know the Saints will continue to let us down for the rest of our <laughs> lives. That's why we love them. Yeah, very true. There is Chuck Berry, the great
1: Saints man, one of the all-time good fellas, and you can hear him on SEN Cricket uh, does a great job. Let's get a break away. We're going to Rockingham Beach next to catch up with oh, the Premier yeah. of Western Australia, Mark McGowan.